welcome, welcome, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We didn't do a welcome song this time. Welcome, 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 welcome. You know what is the closest thing to hell is Texas because <laughs> they have a million degrees, a thousand percent humidity, and apparently the Gulf Stream airstream is dropping off sand from the Sahara there right now. So That's you're getting wild. rained on by Egyptian sand if it wasn't worse, you know? That's that's how the plagues start, right? From Egypt, it starts with the Sahara. That's sand. literally what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like the sand, and then it rains blood, and frogs come up, and whatever. But they do have drive-in daiquiris, which I think is their redeeming grace. Okay. I'm sorry, I need you. What the a drive-in yeah, daiquiri? Yeah, it's literally like the drink. a drive-in daiquiri for alcoholic and non-alcoholic daiquiris. You drive up, you say, "I want a Texas Thunder Hurricane, motherfucker," and they're like, "Boop, seven dollars, twenty-four ounces of." <laughs> pure deliciousness and then they you know try and be cool and they're like here's some tape on your drink enjoy it when you're home and you're like yep popping the top off in front of them chugging it in your car and you're like open container roll in texas is more of a suggestion that's right it is it is that's where the the one place you can get pulled over and the officer will hold your beer while you grab your license (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah and that's after you shift your gun out of the way and like some other shit you know, if but, it weren't for the weather, Texas would be like where it's at. Oh, yeah. This this whole me talking shit on Texas is a facade. I was looking at houses there. It's like nothing. 300K for a beautiful, gorgeous new construction pool. Just like a bridge from my house to your house where we just have a whole commune. And Perfect. I oh. could and your mortgage is like 400 bucks a month. I know that math doesn't actually equate, but that's why I'm a medic because I don't do math. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't do either. I look at the fucking drug chart. Like a normal yeah, person. there's a drug chart. There's there's wiki, right? Just I'm Google an EMT. Just hand you the drug chart. <laughs> I actually, that's when I just whisper to you, "Help me, help me." Where's the fucking chart? You you know where the chart is. You you stock the chart. Help me. Pulling up the calculator on my phone to make sure we got the the dope dosage right. I'm like, did you go to CE this week? Because I fucking did. I'm like, what's, what's the new stuff? What did what did doctor say? What is yeah. it? Um, doctor. I, I, i'm so sorry protecting the homestead she just went like a thunderbolt through the dog door and almost took down the entire door because apparently we're under attack there's any question if we were a low budget podcast like this is it right here it's perfect i'm so sorry she's like acting like i'm getting murdered well, she's really do. worried. She's like, you don't sit here at night. You sit on the couch with me and snuggle. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, normally with headphones, you could just kind of do this and like cover it. But I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Fox. Like, how do I? How do I block this? Don't, don't I just put my entire boom. mouth on it. <laughs> that's, that's on your dating profile. Like you ever become single and you're like, I can put a whole microphone in my mouth. <laughs> no, that's corn, not. Oh, yeah. You have a corn that's cob not... microphone. Oh, hell yeah. I used to be able to stick my whole foot in my mouth, like the whole front part with my toes. When did I think that was a fucking good idea? Like, look, I'm a psycho. I can stick my toes in my mouth. And everyone's like, what the fuck is with your dirty feet in your mouth? I'm like, I don't know. It's just like all those things. Like, do you want to As friends? above and so below. It was cooler. <laughs> it was cooler when you were a little kid. You can just walk up to the kid on the playground and be like, you want to be friends? Now as an adult, you're like, hey, like. What do you like to do? Oh. Dude, I so shit kids get away with, like when they get new shoes and they're like, you want to see my new shoes? They light up. Look how fast I run. And then they just take off. I would fucking love to do that in Target and be like, do you want to see my new shoes? 
look how fast I run as I just like run down. They're like, that's a full adult woman sprinting. And I'm like, you're not watching. You're not watching. Watch to be me, fair, I do the me. same thing. I'm like, I just got a new bike. You want to see it? <laughs> Rides in circles and you're all wobbly. You're like, are you still looking? Are you still looking? I might need some help oh, oh. balance me. Where are my training wheels? <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, my story. <clears throat> so I, uh, you were talking about like, hey, like grab the protocol book, look, show me the drug chart. So I, I got told the other day at the hospital, these medics were on a call and they've got like an unstable Brady, right? And they're talking back and forth and they're like, hey, like before we, before we light this guy up, let's get a manual, right? And the fire medic reaches into the drug box, grabs the protocol book out, and hands it to the transport medic. Oh, like manual, not yes. manual. There's no difference in saying it. Why am I acting like if I had an accent or an NA over it? You know? Manuel? Manual? Manual versus manual. They they run into the nearest like taco shop and grab a man out and they're like, they're like I found Manuel. manual. <laughs> He's like, actually, my name's Ricardo. Like, it's yeah. fucking Jose. How'd this happen? Kind of racist, yeah. but no big deal. Excuse me. Stereotypes exist for a reason. You have seen a white people in an Alberto's dishing out the most delicious bean and cheese burrito you've ever put in your orifice. Meanwhile, you also, want to talk I don't about- want Chad to make me a bean and cheese burrito. Yeah, I want Jose Chad. or Javier to make it. Yeah, Hollywood. if it doesn't have an O at the end of your name, it's not going to be good. Hey, yeah, for real. <laughs> the rule of thumb when picking taco shops, if there's not an O at the end, like, don't go. Yeah, sure oh, yeah. No O, don't go. no oh don't go no oh don't go i think we're on a podcast i think so welcome welcome back we have a guest star the other half hello Hello. other half hello Uh, (laughs) excuse me i'm the other half what the hell well there's there's the better half i guess i'm i'm the little half (laughs) i i identify as a little half is that okay i'm a little half Welcome back to Reporting Party episode three. I think this is the one where they kick us up off the air. And uh, (laughs) I tried so hard to get that out of the way. I swear to God, every time I log on here, I have Vesuvius burps. I thought I was going to throw up on that one. That was a good one. I'm actually really impressed with myself. I think that's our new, like, start of the show noise. It's just me belching. The better half burp. Yeah, the the little half burp. So he's the other half. You're the little half. And I'm. am I the better half or am I the worst half? No, better half, clearly. Oh. Um, well, we could go by... Muffins. My dad calls my mom Muffin, so I call him Father Muffin, and I'm Lil Muffin. Oh. Not, not by his choice. Every time I say it, he doesn't like reference it back, and I'm like, I'm your little Muffin. He's like, you're a grown ass woman, and I'm like, that's debatable. <laughs> anyway, we're an EMS podcast where we talk about all things EMS, and uh, this is episode three. No one supervisor has contacted them about shutting us down. Mazeltov. Freedom of speech. Mazeltov. <laughs> Shabbat shalom. I thought it would be really fun for us to talk about our fire crew interactions and what it's like to work with uh, the good old yellow pants. Love it. Yeah. I love a good yellow pant. 
I do love yellow. It is. It's a color that's coming back. I feel like it's really like it is underappreciated. Very modern. It yeah, sparks very joy. Thick. I'm actually very jealous of all the pockets that are in the yellow pants because Seriously. you got your snack pockets, you've got your weapon pockets, you've got your cell phone pocket, you have your extra toilet paper pocket, you have anything really, extra underwear, because that's an issue. Um, the list goes it, on and on. A chocolate pocket, a condom pocket, we all know they have those. Yes. It's funny you mentioned the extra underwear pocket because I was recently on a call. Um, my listeners might not know, but I'm also, in addition to private ambulance paramedic, I also <clears throat> I wear the yellow pants sometimes. And um, we were on a water main break and <laughs> my amazing engineer kind of like gets this look in his eyes, like like something went down and then hustles into a building like faster than i've ever mm. seen this man move and where the cheeks are like the cheeks are clearly stuck together as they're trying to hold the dam yeah you're like man like you really you really did some some good uh squat exercises you know like the glutes are engaged it goes from like normal person butt to grandpa home plate butt where like the cheeks and everything <laughs> suck up and it like somehow their butt raises a whole foot up and you're like where the fuck did your ass cheeks go like all right Almost a triangle. The pointed booty cheeks. It's pointing to disaster, in. actually. Like, oh. This is where the floodgates will open. Oh, yeah. This is like the no-go zone. Everyone's looking at the point, just waiting for the flood. Um, And he, like, runs into this building, which is, like, an abandoned, like, building. that's It doesn't have people in it, but it has cleaning crews because it will eventually be a um, living quarters area for individuals. And um, he pops in to use the bathroom, and then he came back to the station and told us that he left the or he left his dirty underwear in the trash can of this facility. <laughs> Was he freeballing it? No. Yeah, yeah, like like full. I mean, that is it really freeballing though. Like there's there's so many layers to those turnout pants. <laughs> Yeah, but like I just I don't have nuts, and I imagine putting them into a giant oven mitt doesn't seem like it's the most conducive for uh, shrinkage. As someone, <laughs> pers- as someone who personally owns nuts, I agree. Ooh, ooh, tell us about your experience. Expert, okay. expert. Yeah, advice. no. Uh, commando does not often bode well. You get a lot of stickage normally, but then when you're mm. freeballing, there's a lot of yeah. extra room for stickage. So, yeah. I was thinking like there's the travel sport mm-hmm. mode where it just kind of sucks up but if you're sweating balls then it's more like the relaxed vacation paradise mode and then it's just hitting around and getting extra sweaty because it's running away from the heat but exactly. you're in an oven mitt so it's like oh shit where do i go yeah i don't know like i feel like would wouldn't it feel kind of free to be like out there no you Freedom's want to be secured? oh yeah yeah, think about a pendulum on a, cl- on, a, on a clock. The, the Communist Party freedom is <laughs> overrated. Well, think of a grandfather clock with a pendulum, and then think about mm. thighs as the outer edges of mm. that clock. It's not always comfortable. Mm. So, I mean, if I'm if we're going to talk about poop calls, I got a good one. Ooh. So, yeah, I definitely. Good. 100% have undiagnosed IBS or Crohn's or something. And I, it just comes like, there is no, like I wake up seven in the morning. I have a nice cup of coffee. I go to the shitter. 
relax, take my 15 minutes. Like that has never once happened to me in my entire life. So we're on a call. It's midday. I hear a tummy rumble and I'm like, oh shit. And we're responding to a call and I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God, it's happening. And I'm telling my partner, I'm like, Hey man, this is, this is happening. Like, I need you to know this is happening. So you may need to like run the assessment and talk to people while I go shit in a bush. And this he was is like, death com five. We are 30 oh, seconds to midnight. I, I'm like a rhinoceros <laughs> with the spray where it just comes out of nowhere and just shoots poop everywhere. That's literally what's going to happen. And of course my pants are tight. Like they just are like, they gave me men's pants and I have a woman body. So of course I'm like, there is not going to be enough time to rip these bad boys down, but I'm very willing to cut them off at this point. So luckily we're on the way to the call. I look up the crew that's on the call and I just text one of the, one of the yellow pants and I'm like, Hey, this is what you got to know coming into this. Like it's happening. I'm telling you right now, there's no way I could be professional and like continue on this journey with you. And he was like, hang on, Hey hang man, on. <laughs> I just wanted like, like, you know, that that got read to the entire cab, oh, right? They yeah. were like, I don't fucking Yo, care. I'm prairie dogging. Well, not even prairie dogging because there's no solid form. It's just like <laughs> poofs, whisper of like fecal matter. And I'm just like squeezing my cheeks as hard as possible and having the tummy cramps. And I'm like, do I just shit in the biohazard bin? Because I will. Like, I'm not above that by any means. And so, luckily, this person texts me back and they're like, hey, it sounds like it's going to be like a refusal. Like if you can find a bathroom, like please find a bathroom. I'll let the captain know. And I was like, all right. So there's a jack in the box, literally spitting distance from this house. And I'm like, really just quick. drop me off. Are you, are you still going code? We're still going code the entire yeah. time. Just sirens a blank, a blazing. So then my partner, bless his soul, rips into the front of the jack in the box, still guns a blazing, fire uh, alarms and everything going off. I run inside. The bathroom, of course, has a code on it. And without even stopping, I was like, someone give me the fucking code right now. I'm going to shit on the floor. And this nice, nice lady pops out of the kitchen. She's like, sweetie, it's one, two, three, four. And I'm like, why do you even have a fucking code? <laughs> Rip open the door. Barely, barely make it to the toilet. Like there was some spillage and it was disgusting. Like I, that's when you sit there and you're like, did that come out of me? Because I need to see a doctor. You're and like, it was what terrible. Did I fucking eat. Literally, I was like, I that's a tarry stool. Like I'm dying. I have some sort of cancer, or it's like my kidney got shit out. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I definitely like had to do a little cleanup. And then we go, and sure enough, the whole fire crew's walking out of the house as soon as we like pop up around, and they're like giving us like the signal, like you're good. And I'm like, well, I need to go back and just sit there and cry for a minute because I just had an entire crisis in the past 10, 15 minutes. And I need emotional support. Please bring the peer support dog. <laughs> yeah, I need to pet something fluffy. <laughs> this You call the soup. You're like, hey, I really need the peer support dog. They're like, didn't you just AMA? You're like, it was really traumatic. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even know the half of it. I need someone to hold my hand and call a I, doctor because I have some serious bowel issues. I feel like, though, the the fact that you had that bond with the fire crew is pretty cool because that's kind of like the cool thing about like living in the fire station with them like you share a bond mm -hmm. an unbreakable bond and like certain districts for sure like you're way closer to your fire crews on private ambo than versus others one of my favorite calls of all time and it's so like low you know problematic but we go to a halfway house and there's a guy just sitting there complaining to the fire medic abdominal pain back pain his eyeballs hurt 
And so the, the medic's that. trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get to the bottom of everything. And he's like, listen, man, I just need you to tell me what's going on. He's like, he's like, uh, I have 100 complaints. And the more complaints I give, the less legitimate my complaints are. But the more likely you'll take me to the hospital, because that's my understanding of it. No. So <clears throat> he's just bitching. And so the fire medic's like, listen, I need to know exactly what's going on. He's like, it's not a good living environment. I want to get away from this manager. He's making my life hell. And the medic's like, okay, cool. Can't do anything about that. Do you need to go to the hospital for anything? And the guy's like, no, no, I'm okay. But do you mind if I borrow some money for a hotel room? <laughs> Literally nothing is said. Eyes are met from fire crew to medic crew. And we all turn around and just walk away. Yes. Like 10 feet out the door. You can hear the guys like, is that a no? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's when everyone just starts pulling out monopoly money and they're like, yeah, man, here's 500. Like, no worries. We got you. Yeah. Let me write you an IOU. I, got, I straight up got like a peso in my pocket or like a token for a laundromat. Like, here you go, man. It's all yours. Got a room I've at been the Dave no Investors. Problem. I got some coins. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rock the ski ball here, man. Here's some tickets. <laughs> I, yeah, I've got a voucher for a sandwich at this place. It's actually my rewards card, so please make sure they stamp it the next time that you go there. <laughs> but you you said borrow, so please make sure you find me and give it back. Yeah, I know where you live, Sunny Boy Jim. So I'm coming back for you. <laughs> um, I I really like. The different pranks that kind of go on when you like bond with the fire crew because you've got like the fire crew you know the fire crew you love and you're like you roll on a call with them and you're like dude these guys like you don't even talk to the patient like who gives a fuck about the patient i'm like i'm here to see my mm -hmm. boy like what's up high five where you been it's like high school reunion all over again those are my favorite mm -hmm. fire crews like the crews that you've been in the shit with like who cares if he's a shitty medic like he's fucking funny let's tell some stories and then it almost like throws you off because definitely like walking into like a serious call i'm just like oh shit what's up motherfucker and like it's hugs and everything and like there's like family members crying in the corner and i'm like oh shit this is like definitely not the time and i'm like okay whispering like i'll talk to you later and then we all wait for like the cpr and we're all like down low around the body and we're like hey man how's it going how's your kids like oh you want to see me innovate and then you're like whispering like movie quotes and shit and then you know take it take it a little too far light them up actually i recently went on in 11:44. those who don't know 11:44, at least in our county is like they're dead there's nothing you can do ded it's a police dead. code for um, death i'm on a call with your significant other and mm. i like walk in and they pop their head out and they're like hey you can cancel and i was like okay i love you i miss you and he's like i miss you too and i was like <laughs> it, was good it was good seeing you and he was like yeah it was good see like, like, oh shit, like, that's why someone just fucking died around here. And you're like you know, passing notes, like in the most shadiest possible way. And it says, call me or like, I'm still on Facebook or like some kind of weird pickup line. That's not a pickup line. Like, talk to you later. Drinks at three or like meet me in the app bay or some shady place. Like meet me in the alley. Yeah. Or, or like if it's a non-serious call, you walk in, you're like, hey, what's up, brother? And then you like, look, you're like, ah, it's just fucking like Jeremiah. This guy calls every week. Like, let's just all hang out. And then when there's shenanigans. You're just like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> like, you have to remember, like, what you're exactly there for and, like, what's going on. Like, I had a, we had a super old ambulance and we were going to a call and it was, like, a legit call. But, of course, because it's ambulances, 
older than Jesus. We get there and the doors won't open. So we're stuck outside with like this engineer and he is like my buddy. And so we're like shooting the shit and I'm like inside the ambulance, like clawing at the window because I had a trainee. And I was like, <laughs> oh, help me. Get me out. And like, he's like, quick fucking around. Like, let's get out. And I was like tapping. I was like, I can't get out of here. Help me. And he's like, seriously, quit fucking around. Like, let's go. And I was like, I'm being serious. I can't open this door. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, you couldn't just tell me that. And I was like, I did help. <laughs> and he, and then, so he gets in and we're like kicking this door. We're pulling like the emergency, like pulley chain to like help this door. We can't get it open. And we were literally out there for like 20 minutes. He's like, Oh, Hey man, you got to go inside. Like, this is serious. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? So then I'm like running with our drug box and like our EKG monitor. Cause I don't know. He didn't tell me what they needed in there. And I run in and sure enough, it's like a real call. And I'm like, well, we're going to have to call for another ambulance because ours doesn't work. And they're like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, yeah. So what do you want to do? And then of course there's like way too many cooks in the kitchen. And we're all like in this poor woman's house, like looking at her shit, like, Oh, look at this like lovely photograph. Oh, what's in your kitchen. You want a sandwich? And like, she's like having an actual medical emergency. You're like, shit, I can't help you. You're like, Hey, I love your dog. This is a nice picture. Yeah. Yeah, Well, look at this. Like sit on the couch. They're like, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. It's like, what the fuck is happening? The bad cruise. I don't I take that back. It's not a bad crew. It's just crews you don't get along with. And Mm. you like walk up, and they like make eye contact with you and you make eye contact with you. And it's like guns drawn, you know, eyeballs are blazing. Yeah. It's like the office ah, scene. They all have their guns yeah. drawn at each other. Yeah. You. I, I have a notorious call that like, like to this day haunts me every time I see this person. This person had just promoted to engineer and I had known them like from the beginning of time. Like I remember when they were in EMT with me on the ambulance, became a firefighter, engineer, whatever. So it's a night shift. We're on this pretty gnarly car accident um exiting a freeway a car stalled uh with a car in front of it and then a car coming off the freeway basically pancakes this car in between two in the car is a mom a dad and in the back seat is a two-week-old baby so the medic he had a lot going on i'm not going to try to shit on anyone but he goes hey so like uh mom's gonna ama mom should not ama dad dad's gonna go as a trauma consideration and a baby doesn't have a complaint and i looked at him and i blinked my eyes and i was like did you ask the two-week-old baby if they have a complaint because i'm pretty sure their car's fucking he's like yeah fucking no fucking baby complaint. sign language yeah. Yes. he's like we actually Poop. communicated through our chakras <laughs> <laughs> um and i'm i'm I there's a lot going on and I'll tell you like now that I wear the yellow pants like I get like you're thinking about the car you're thinking about your captain you're thinking about whatever you just fucked up on there and now you have to assess the patient but I like I remember just looking at him like flabber fucking gasted like are you joking right now like he's not a fucking patient so now I have three patients right and I'm trying to secure this stupid infant seat I've got like dad with like positive seatbelt sign on the front mom just delivered two weeks ago like who fucking knows what could have been wrong with her the uterus is dangling by a string at this point (laughs) (laughs) and and i'm trying to like secure this up and this fucking asshole comes up and goes like hey you ready to go i'm like no bitch i i have three patients and i'm not secured no i'm not ready to fucking go like you want to get in and help me no shut the fuck up go park the engine somewhere god i just started a just uh relaying to hissing you know just when words don't cover your feelings you just start hissing you're just like they were like hey you good and you're like and they're just like what the fuck and then you just shut the doors and you're like we'll talk later see you later and then like later when they ask about it i'm just like oh it's my retainer i don't know what happened (laughs) Mm. yeah 
you gotta accentuate the s's it's just my retainer <laughs> it was just a huge accident so sorry <laughs> No one was much surprised than me. Just, just a little bit. You, ma'am, have a great story about sharing the fire station and um, a utensil. Oh uh, yeah, a utensil problem. Little, little muffin had a what we call fork gate, <laughs> fork gate twenty twenty something. I don't know. It's during fork COVID. gate is in like Watergate. Like it was a scandal. Yeah. Yes, oh, it was a scandal involving utensils. And was there an investigation, worked, interrogations? There was. There was. There were reports the filed. There was. The media covered it. It was widespread knowledge, um, and <laughs> it was just. It was a, a terror, terrible time at the station. You know, like bodies Debauchery, were lining up on betrayal. the streets. Yeah, no one could <laughs> eat anything because we had utensils missing. So, essentially, what would happen is, okay, if you're ch- you work at a fire station and even as a private ambulance, you want camaraderie. So you like eat meals together, but our station was super busy. So we would rarely eat meals. Like most of the time, if we did put in for chow, they would, you know, save it in the um, oven for us, but rarely did we ever get back on time. And it was just more annoying to do that, to pay for food and then never get back to it and then have to buy like a second lunch while you're out on the streets. So I would just bring my food every day. And then if I thought maybe there's a chance, you know, I would, I would put in for chow and like eat meals with them, but it was just always busy. And I always brought my own utensils, my own dishware in a nice little cute lunchbox, like, and it stayed on the ambulance and then it would only come out if I was able to like heat up my food. And then if I'd eat with the crews, you know, everyone would be like, oh shit, what are you eating? And they could clearly see my setup. Like it was my reusable glass containers, my like reusable Ziploc bags, you know, it's the whole shebang. I've spent money on this shit that most people don't spend money on. And so, so, like, at no point have you even, like, used their utensils. You haven't cooked no. in their kitchen. You've Mm-mm. microwaved your own meal as needed, but you have the plug-in, so you don't even need to fucking yeah. microwave Yeah, and maybe, okay. one, maybe once I've used one of their forks or utensils, you know, like, I, maybe I lost mine or, you know, I forgot one from home. But most of the time, I use it. I also wash my dish because that's, like, huge contention at a fire station is when people don't wash their shit. And then you get blacklisted, and then you're not allowed to eat with the crew. How, like, tight-knit are you with this crew? Like, is this like one weekend to your like like time at the station or are you like like vetted oh, like they know you no. they love you they see your car yeah. drive up and they're like yeah I've like been to medical school with some of these people like I am very friendly and outgoing I've gone out of my way to like you know make friendships with these people I do station chores even when they don't ask you know wash the ambulance help wash the fire engine like I go above and beyond right like I'm so trying you know, to make like, it Rebecca rescue or like Priscilla Proby <laughs> right but like you're here you're part of it <laughs> Yeah, I'm in it to win it. Like, I want my day to be as enjoyable as possible. So, like, no confrontation is where I'm at. So, of course, one day, like, after a go around, I come in for my first day and there are zero forks. Like, they just can't find any forks in this station. Like, and of course, like, everyone just immediately is, like, starts pointing fingers. And first, they're pointing fingers at each other, right? It's just, like, oh, they're probably in people's rooms. They're in people's lockers. Like, everyone check your car, you know, get forks. By the way, these forks are shitty. They're from the dollar store. Like, they're barely metal. Like, you could barely compare them to a metallic fork. And, like, prongs are missing. You, like, bite into it and a prong goes in your throat and you're just like, it's cool. Um, this is, like, I'm like pretty... homeless forks, like, or, like, oh, reject, yeah. reject camping forks. Like, you wouldn't even take these camping. Yeah, they're, like, from China. They definitely have some sort of cancerous alloy in it. Like, but they're <laughs> they're super cheap. They're lightweight. And, you know, there's 12 of them. And there's just no forks to be found anywhere. 
And I, you know what? I start looking. I'm like, cool, I'll help you look. Maybe there's some in the ambulance. You know, maybe there's some in lockers. Like I'll do my due diligence and I'll even check in the trash. So I'm like trash digging. I'm looking in separate drawers. I'm looking, you know, in my partner's car. I'm looking in the ambulance. I look in our rooms because we share our rooms with other ambulance people. And there's like no forks to be found. And then, you know, we're running calls. I'm not even at the station all day. And then I come back and it's like right before shift change. And me and my partner are finally eating and we're sitting at the table. We have our own food that we brought. You know, the fire crews already cleaned up their their lunch and dinner. Um, and they're, you know, sitting there playing cards. And again, trying to sit down, trying to like create camaraderie and, and hang out with them and tell them about our day and see, you know, what they ran and what we didn't run. And this one captain is just like, oh, what what are you eating there? And I'm like, Oh yeah, man. Like this is my food. Like it's like lasagna or pasta or something. I got some green beans on the side. He's like, Oh, okay. Uh, I like your fork. Where'd you get your fork from? And I was like, Oh, it's from world market. Like, and it was like hang a on, legit fork. He's, he's sizing <laughs> up your fork. Like, yeah. like, 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 did you try to touch my drum set? I know. Right. You like, did you put your, <laughs> your nuts on my drum set? Like, I like and, your fork. You're like, I like your face. I, like, and it's, yeah. And this is like kind of a weird dude. And he kind of always has like been like that where he asks weird questions. So it really isn't off putting to me. I'm just trying to eat my food. Right. Just in case we get another call. And my fork is fancy as fuck. It's like a little branch twig. I got it from world market. It was like $7 a fork. That shit is heavy. It's a weapon. Like it's clearly my fork. It's no fire station fork, you know, like there's a clear difference. And then he starts talking to my partner, who's a dude, and they're like having quote unquote bro talk. And they're like, these fucking fuckers, they took all the utensils and I kind of know who it is. But, you know, it's kind of hard to point fingers when I don't have any evidence. And I just really want to make sure that you guys know that this is a very serious offense and um, we're <laughs> going to get to the so bottom serious. of this. And like, while he's saying is this, this a fucking murder. <laughs> yeah. And I was like kind of laughing because like, number one, I don't do well with confrontation and like authority. <laughs> so I just ironically laugh all the time. So I'm like chuckling while I'm eating my food. Like, man, this is weird. Like, I can't believe he's like really this serious about it. Like if there's such a fork problem, like I'll just fucking go to the dollar store and buy another set of forks. Not a big deal. Right. And the whole time he's saying this to my partner, he's staring directly at me. And I'm like, man, this is kind of weird, kind of feels like a challenge, but like, whatever. I know I didn't take the fork, so I don't even, I don't even think, you know, twice about it. Finish my food, wash my dish. I walk out to go like check the ambulance for, for turnover. So my partner is still sitting there and I guess this guy goes off and he's like, you need to tell your partner to put all the forks back. Like we know it was her. Um, and uh, that's like stealing from a fire station. And my partner's like, whoa, buddy. Like I've been with her all day. I've been with her for months. She's not a fork stealer. Like we make enough money to buy forks. Like we're not going to steal shit. And also like all these other jabronis have like the fire station bowls and in their cars, you know, like it's not unusual for dishes to go missing from the fire station from other people that are there. I have a confession. I have, I have at least a full set of clear (laughs) firehouse bowls. <laughs> so and you, I love them. You are the culprit. You are I, the culprit. I never took forks, but I do have several. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm not sorry. I love them. If I knew where yeah. they bought them, I would fucking buy them. But no one wants. Well, to yeah. Them. And so like my partner, who's super chill, he comes out and he's like, "You're not gonna fucking believe what happened." So he starts telling me this, and I'm like, "No way!" I'm like, "No, I'm gonna go in there right now. I'm gonna settle this. I'm gonna just be like, tell him directly. It was not me. You can search my shit. Like, not We're that gonna fight like men." <laughs> yeah, like I'm just going to address it because I don't need this weird bullshit going on. So the uh, that crew went off going. And I guess when they did turn over to the next crew, like C-shift or B-shift, they told them 
that I was the number one culprit for this fork thing. And luckily that crew knows me and they were like, what are you talking about? She never even eats here at station. Like, why would you think it's her? There's other ambulance people, you know, like it's probably one of them or it's probably one of us that has it in our trailers and shit. So they go back and forth and they stood up, you know, for me. And so then later the next shift with that second crew, they're like, what's going on with like this? And I'm like, I don't know. It's fucking Fort Gate 2020, whatever. Like they, he just fingered me and like, I didn't say shit about it. You know, like he was just like, this is it. Like (laughs) phrasing. (laughs) Are we not doing phrasing anymore? (laughs) Okay. He just pointed his finger at me for the culprit (laughs) and didn't sexually harass me. (laughs) Whatever. This fucking, this fork gate shit's gonna go on and on forever. And I've been fingered by a fork gate king, so. I just so. imagine like shirts like like almost like like bring the forks back. They're like red, white, and blue. They've got stars on it, forks on either side, fancy yeah. forks, cheap forks, plastic forks, metal forks. Literally walk over to Target and spend four dollars and get some forks, right? But it was like the principle of this thing. Like this guy had like a hard on for just being like, you are the person who took the forks, you need to be the culprit, you need to like replace them. And so the second card on a fingering this is a great interaction i'm gonna call hr (laughs) (laughs) we don't have hr yeah anyway so they stood up for me and then they're like well now we have to fuck with him because he's like clearly like after you and i was like yeah let's fucking do it so of course they have fridge art all over the place and what fridge art is for the people who don't know is like when you go on a fire or something funny happens on a call a lot of people will print out pictures that have something to do with the call or the fire and they'll put them on the fridge. Most of the time it's just like cool fire burning pictures, you know, like, Oh, this is what we put out the other night or whatever. And then, you know, other times there'll be memes if someone does something funny on a call. So this it's like guy the was original called- meme, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like, it's like prehistoric 100%. memes, like memes were digital, but this is like, you know, grandpa jed who's been a firefighter for 30 years and his daddy and his papa were firefighters too and so it start, probably started with like paper and tape and newspaper oh, yeah. clipping no, like Photoshop. ransom notes yeah. <laughs> oh yeah for we're sure. still doing you know. uh, map quest <laughs> oh yeah. yeah exactly exactly the johnson brothers guides um so so yeah so he had a ton of fridge art so we printed out a bunch of miniature forks and stuck them all over his fridge art like he was holding a fork in a fire um there was like forks in the fire instead of water coming out it was like a shower of forks and like this took a lot of time like these were tiny tiny barbie forks that we had printed out so we put forks all over the place we even put little fork pictures like on the drawers of the cabinets and we put them in the spot where the forks go we put a picture of a fork and everyone thought it was hilarious but this captain, like he of came course. in on his shift and lost his shit. And of course comes at me and he's like, the disrespect that you have given me, I can't believe you'd steal and then make this such a big deal. And my partner lost it. Like he brought in forks from his house and he goes, here's extra forks. Shut the fuck up and let's get on with this. <laughs> I started walking around with forks in my pockets, hanging out. They were my <laughs> forks, but, and he didn't think it was funny. Every time he'd see me, I'd have a fork hanging out of my back pocket, but it was like, again, clearly my fork I brought from home and everyone else enjoyed it. But anyway, come to find out like literally two weeks later, they were having a big desert trip. And this guy, the captain had all the forks in his desert gear, like God in his trailer. It. And he was oh, the one who had taken all the forks 
he complained to the chief about the fire, um, the fridge art. So we had to take down all our fork pictures. Of course. Oh, one did make it up bitch. before it, it went down and it was a picture of a fork and we put wanted and it said underneath it, the culprits. And there's a picture of me and my partner like holding forks <laughs> and we, we put it up there before it got taken down and it was a blast. Everyone loved it except for the guy who told me I was a fork thief. So how bizarre that you got singled out. I don't know. My fucking face says, come at me, bro. I don't know. Um, I had a fire crew that I was super tight with when I was like full-time private ambulance. And I loved these guys truly. And one girl, but guys and one girl loved them was part of the crew, brought my family to Christmas. We did Thanksgiving, like pranks were being played. It was all good stuff. So this is right when all those super cool like fire pictures started coming out and they were doing like pictures in the dark and they were like these badass pictures and i'm like man that looks like super fucking cool so i come into station one day and all these pictures are posted of my fire crew out with these fucking pictures and i was like when were these taken they're like oh like last week i was like when we were on when we were working and he's like oh (laughs) yeah like but like you're not fire and i was like but I'm your ambulance. I cancel you. And I was like, ah, oh, I guess I guess we won't be canceling anymore. And so we go back and forth. We argue about why we should and shouldn't be in the pictures. And I was just like, well, I think I'm the most valuable part of this crew because I cancel you on calls. <laughs> so obviously NBC. I belong in the pictures. Yeah. So uh, we get our friend to Photoshop me and my partner in all of their pictures. I replace yes. every single picture in that firehouse with a picture of us in it. And it's so subtly photoshopped that you have to look at the picture and then you're like, where the fuck did this ambulance come I from? I love that. And we put it everywhere. I printed pictures. I put it in my captain's shoes. I covered his seats on the engine with it. I replaced their frame pictures with it. Fridge art. I put it inside like all of their freezer boxes. Yes. I'm getting revenge. And yep. uh, you're going full this, Monty. Yeah. And to this day, I they still keep finding them, which is even better gold. Like you, you can't that's, beat that. That's the I mean, best you could, part but... of a prank. If it's like, if it's l- over longevity, right? Like a prank mm-hmm. that lasts one, one minute, one second, you're like, ah, oh, that was kind of a waste. But six months later, when people are finding like little mini babies in there, in their lockers and I shit and like in the apparatus. Yeah. You're they're like, where the fuck did this little baby come from? And you're like, ah. mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> jokes, jokes on my current fire crew, because I went, crazy and i bought all of those little miniature babies i was gonna go ducks mm-hmm. but it was a little too you know like relevant so i bought babies i'm the baby fairy and i put them in so many fucking places they're gonna be finding them for years like like in deep dark holes in their locker that they don't even know exists they're not gonna know until they leave the department and when they Plot have to twist, clean out they're their locker extremely flammable so if the fire <laughs> gets a spark like this whole place burns and they just find a bunch of melted baby flame things I that would be my luck and I embrace it and I support it. And that was all our stories of Team Yellow Pants. Oh, Yellow Pants. I want to be in the pocket of a Yellow Panther. Well, thank you for uh, listening in. This was episode three of Reporting Party. (laughs) We report it and sometimes we lie about it, but you listen and that's all that matters. Uh, Make sure you give us a like, a follow, a subscribe a hug, a kiss. Um, it's all consensual. A fingering. Reporting. <laughs> <laughs> a fingering, a, a, uh, a witch hunt. We're here for all of it. Our Instagram is reporting underscore party. And our email address is reporting party podcast at gmail.com. Please send us all your call notes, your ideas, 
anything you want us to talk about, I would love some some gnarly fire crew stories because I will read them. And our only fans know, is Team Yellow Pants versus Team Brown Pants. <laughs> we show or we show people who've shit their pants and turnouts. Uh, it's our, our shit underwear uh, podcast. Oh or, uh, yeah, podcast where we sell our fans. underwear where we have uh, skids in them. It's actually not ours though. It's only engineers who have shot on calls. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Please tune in again. We can't wait to hear from you. Bye. Bye.